0: Hi! This is a disclaimer that the episode you're about to hear is part of a nine-week examination of the trans allegory of Silo on Apple TV. If you haven't seen it yet and don't want to be spoiled, go watch it and come back after. But seriously, go watch it. It's amazing. Welcome to Tilly's Trans Tuesdays, it's Lucky Part 7 of the Unintentional Trans Allegory of Silo, TillyVision available where legal, consult your local news, it's time to silo up for Episode 8. Hi, I'm Tilly Bridges, your host, and I'm joined by my writing partner, my best friend, my wife, our token cis-representation, the scattered light that keeps my skies blue, Susan Bridges. Hello. Scattered light. Blue. Okay. I don't know. All right. I was running out of ideas. I know. And once again, our returning silo discussion partner, the Juno-esque, Samantha Cuddy. Thank
1: you. I'm also struggling with ideas for my intro at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had to go to the thesaurus and look up some great adjectives that were deserving of you. So that's where Juno-esque came from. I did not know that word ahead of time. I I just want to be honest with everyone listening. Okay. Okay, so episode eight. When Sims arrives in Gloria's room, he uncovers the mirror. Society wants you to see the wrong reflection, to not see yourself, to not be yourself. Because again, being who you are and not who they say you have to be threatens their power structure. If Gloria helps him, he says he'll guarantee you're never kept from your dreams again. But that's the only way society wants you to have what you deserve, what you have a right to, in a dream locked away where nobody else can see. And Gloria agrees. Despite telling Juliet she's the last of the flame keepers who must fight for their rights, for bodily autonomy, for their history, she will sell Juliet out if it means she doesn't have to deal with the fight or the pain anymore. It's very much like Cypher in the first Matrix movie. Flashback to Juliet's mom making a microscope to examine the sick rabbit she's going to try to fix its heart. And if it works, they can use it to help people. She builds the first magnifier in the silo and wants to use it to help others. She wants to use the knowledge she's not allowed to have to help others. This is every trans person helping every other trans person along the way, knowing more about ourselves than the establishment knows or even wants to know. See the Trans Tuesday on Anecdotal Trans Healthcare for some of the exact ways this works for
1: us because we often know much more about ourselves than our doctors do. It's a sad state, but... To be honest, trans almost makes you have to be an amateur lawyer, an amateur endocrinologist, an amateur... <laughs> yeah. So many amateur titles that you have to append to your job just to go through everything. Yeah, because
0: it's all set up by cis people who don't know and maybe some of it is not intentionally malicious, but they don't know what it's like to be us and they don't know what we need and they don't know how to... I mean, I think I talked about this a little bit in some past episodes, but right now I'm kind of in the middle of a tug of war with my endocrinologist about how much my HRT dosage should be and where my levels should be at, and because he's working off old information, and it's very frustrating. What were you going to say, Susan? Oh, I was just going to say it's like directly the same as Allison posting to help people with their files. Yeah. Like, just here's some information that might help you. And then Bernard was immediately like, no, you can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Now, I want to say that this rabbit that they're trying to help is not a white rabbit, but it's used the same way the white rabbit is in the Matrix films, taken from Alice in Wonderland, assigned to the path to realizing and accepting your transness and then choosing to transition and finding trans joy. Curiouser and curiouser. Nerd. Listen, it is, though, because... Was that really coincidental? Feels very intentional to me, but anyway. In another flashback, Judicial Raider's tear up Kid Juliet's apartment and they break the chair she fixed. You think you can fix what society deemed broken and beyond repair? Well, then we're just going to break it again. Stay pretending to be cis, no fixing the problem. They also smash up the magnifier, the tool her mom had made with what they had to help learn more about the world. This is taking the clothes of the quote-unquote wrong gender away, forcing you to cut your hair, etc., etc., Banning anything that would lead to you learning more about yourself.
1: The thing about that is, it doesn't work. It may patch it. Oof, that's a horrible way of phrasing it. It may suppress yeah. things for a while, but eventually the truth will come out, one way or the other. Speaking as yeah. somebody who was exposed to some of that at an early age. Yeah, you can't not be trans.
0: They can try to make you pretend to not be, but you're still going to be. They can't stop it from happening. They can't make you change inside. Juliet's mom. Why is a magnifier even illegal in the first place? Good question. Because they don't want you to look too closely or you will discover the truth about the world and so much of what it tells us being a lie and about yourself and who you are inside. Juliet confronts her dad about it later. Dr. Nichols. Your mother, grief turned her outward, pushed her towards dangerous things. She so desperately wanted answers she stopped caring about the lines she had to cross to get them. But all he cared about was quote-unquote protecting her. A lot of cis people, parents especially, keep the knowledge of and access to transition care hidden from their kids in some misguided attempt to protect them. But transitioning isn't dangerous, they just don't understand it. They're prioritizing their feelings over ours. Once again,
1: you know it. Check out the Trans Tuesday on Cis Grief. And it does the exact opposite thing, suppressing the knowledge. It makes it worse. Yeah, it
0: makes you want to know even more because, well, why won't you let me? There must be something really important there. They're just hoping to delay it and delay it and delay it. And And then you'll give up. It won't bother. And you'll be like Uh, Gloria. It's too hard. I won't even try. Miserable for your entire life. And they don't care about that. No, they don't. As long as you keep doing what you're supposed to do. What they think you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Juliet knows Judicial was watching her mom with sensors through the mirrors. The mirrors betrayed her mom too, which is a lot more evidence that her mom was an egg. After Juliet arrests Sims, he's in jail and asks to use the radio. He wants his one call. He knows how important communication is and believes he deserves access to it even when he's been locked up but it's something the average citizen still doesn't get. Hypocrisy. Walks, waiting for Juliet, who's late. She manages to open her apartment door and step into the frame. She tries to come out, but can't. Her concern over Juliet has almost pushed her into being able to come out herself in the hope it would aid Juliet in her fight. And it could. It always does. Again, the more of us that come out, the more siblings we have in this fight and the more normalized we become to cis people, And the more other trans people will be inspired to come out, too. But Walk's fear is too powerful to overcome. Juliet, now with her own mirror covered, she's discovered they're lying to her, shows Lucas the hard drive. They had a connection. He wondered about things, too. She thought he might be able to help her get in. He's scared to poke deeper, even if it has the answers to the lights in the sky. He's fascinated by those lights, but he won't push it. The rules apply to everyone. She pulls the blanket off the mirror and smashes it to show the camera. They are everywhere. If we don't figure out the truth, no one else will. That is not me in the mirror. That is what society wants to see, literally and allegorically. She sees in Lucas what she sees in herself, and Holston, and Gloria, transness. But he still won't help her. He's the only one taking care of his mom, and if anything happened to him... Society has saddled him with obligations. To seek answers, and the truth about reality and about who he is means he'd be abandoning her. These are the obligations to the system society saddles so many of us with, in ways overt and subtle, to keep us conforming to the cis-binary. There's cis-heteronormativity, the quote-unquote nuclear family, the quote-unquote obligation to have kids, the obligation to your blood family— even if they betray you, even if they think you shouldn't have equal rights, even if they think you shouldn't be allowed to exist as your true self. But their family! No, nah, <laughs> No, toxic bigots don't deserve to be in your life just because they share your genetic material. As so many trans and queer people know, this is why chosen, found family is so important to us. Because those are the people who are worthy of being in our life, who love us for who we are and not who they want us to be. And that is, again, a threat to the system. And it's been a minute, so let me just say again that the Matrix films go over all of that too. The obligations society saddles us with to keep us compliant. Begin transmission the trans-allegories of the Matrix. It's for cis people, too. Just throw little commercials in, you know. Yep, that's what you're doing. We get to the scene in the cornfield where Bernard and Sims corner Juliet, and she figures out Bernard is behind it all. He admits it, but then, the most evil part of the entire season. Bernard. I'm sorry, Sheriff Nichols, did you just say you want to go outside? Juliet, no, I didn't. Bernard, I distinctly heard you say you want to go outside. Robert, did you hear that? Sims, sure did. So we know Juliet's intense fire to know the truth is leading her in that direction. Going outside is coming out as trans, right? So what's happening here? They know she's heading in that direction, too, and they are outing her to everyone so that they can cast her out of society and get her out of their way. As she is in a position of power, her knowing the truth is exceptionally dangerous, and they will not abide any threat to their power. Bernard. The Founders knew someone would have to make the hard decisions to keep our silo alive. Throughout our entire existence, problems have arisen that must be taken care of. This is a direct analog to the Architect's speech in Matrix Reloaded. Blah blah old white man, blah blah. More important than you, blah blah conformer die, blah blah. We're right and everyone else is wrong and we're the heroes despite being the oppressors.
1: This whole section just gave me goosebumps as well when I watched it for the first time because it's like this is what so many of us fear in so many ways when we start exploring start slowly coming out is somebody weaponizing it or somebody outing us when we're not ready, when we're not yeah when we're not ready essentially. Yeah, using it to hurt us, and that, that is
0: done many times. In fact, since I was just talking about The Matrix, that happened to Lily Wachowski, I believe. She was outed before she was ready to tell everyone by, I think it was a reporter, and it's absolutely horrible. It's a horrific thing to not be able to control that, especially when you waited your whole life to finally be yourself. And to see it used specifically like this to hurt somebody, to get them out of the way so they can't make things better, it's, it's really awful. I mean, it's a really great moment in the show. I don't, I'm not dinging the show. It's great. It's just oh, yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. You know, you're like, ooh, that's, that's nasty. But note that Bernard says that there are problems to be taken care of, like the anomalies in The Matrix, like anomalies in airport scanners, like anyone who doesn't conform to the narrow conformity of cisgender normativity. Oh, huh. So what you're seeing here, and now Noah's been true all along, is that Bernard is a liar who will say and do anything to keep himself in power, just like the architect and the analyst in The Matrix, and that is vital for understanding this next line of his. Bernard, this isn't about heat tape, but this is about survival, and that hard drive threatens the lives of everyone in this silo, and you are the greatest threat to our home in 140 years. This is actually about the heat tape in the surface story, and the hard drive doesn't threaten the lives of anyone, it's not a threat to their home. It's a threat to him and to his power. He got his fifi's hurt. Yes.
1: It's information he can't control. Because right? who, who else can get into that hard drive? It's not him. And how he dare know where you? It is. Yeah. Right. And a how okay. dare you? You're
0: not worthy of this information, and how dare you think you can have it? Mm-hmm. Flashback to Juliet at her mom's funeral. Juliet, where are her friends? Her sister? Her aunt? Dr. Nichols, you know why they're not Juliet cuts him off. They're cowards. Some of this is supertext, because trans people transitioning often basically makes us dead to our family or friends who cast us out for the crime of being ourselves, and they want nothing more to do with us. Dr. Nichols. If she died of a heart attack, they'd all be here. Juliet, they're cowards, and so is she. Her dad is outright admitting people didn't come to the funeral because they didn't approve of Juliet's mom and what she did and Juliet rightfully calls them cowards, but she also thinks the same of her mom. They've shown how like her mom Juliet was, and we know her mom was a proto-flamekeeper, a.k.a. an egg, and Juliet is trans. Juliet saw how like her mom she was, and her mom's failure to come out to live her truth, the opposite of living your truth is very much like death, as cowardly because she didn't have the courage to, which would have made things easier for Juliet in accepting herself. In the flashback, Kid Juliet sets the bunny free. If this rabbit is a loose analog to the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland at the Matrix, this was Juliet giving up on that path, letting it go, because she thought she couldn't have it. But chronologically, this scene happens before the egg-cracking flashback scene. So what you get was that the loss of the magnifier slash loss of knowledge crushed her and she gave up because her mom gave up. And then, a little while later, still as a kid... She went down to mechanical to try and fix other things because she couldn't figure out or accept or feel safe enough to fix what was broken about the world that made her feel broken about herself. She didn't realize that was the moment it happened, but present Juliet is waking up to it now, or did back when the egg-cracking flashback happened. The flashbacks appear non-linearly, so it gets a little confusing to talk about. Juliet is being taken up to jail with Billings telling him she never said she wanted to go out. Sim's hunches her. Violence for nonconformity. Billings is all WTF and is shaking from the syndrome. Look what they did to someone else who didn't conform. I'm in trouble. Juliet seizes the moment, grabs the hard drive, the vital information that trans people have always existed, and vaults over the railing. Thanks for being here again, Samantha. Always a pleasure. And isn't it weird, how trans allegories keep having people leaping off of things and other people thinking that means they're suicidal? Huh. Tilly Bridges, end transmission. Tilly's Trans Tuesdays is hosted by Tilly Bridges and Susan Bridges with audio editing and sound mixing by Gillian Morgan. Special thanks to Daisy and Jane for the use of Sorry Not Sorry as our show's theme music please stop by and show your support at daisyandjane.bandcamp.com and soundcloud.com slash daisyandjane. You can find me at Tilly Bridges on Twitter and Hi, on Mastodon at Tilly at mastodon.social, at facebook.com slash Tilly Bridges, and on Insta at heck yeah, Tilly Bridges. And you can find Susan on all of those at Susan L Bridges. The Google Doc and social media versions of this week's topic and all past topics are available at TillysTransTuesdays.com. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening!